Hello, grace and peace to you. Today is October 14th, 2020. Uh, my name is Matt Barrios, and you're listening to the Reality San Francisco podcast. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about our church's rule of life, which is something that we are dedicated to as a community. Um, and we'll, we'll get into the details about that in just a minute, but I'm grateful to be talking to Jessica on staff. Hello. Jessica and Toby. Hello. Hello. All right. Hello. Yeah. And, um, and so, the, you know, love working with you too, first of all. It's, it's wonderful. Wonderful to lead community ministry alongside you too. And um, as we've been talking about over the last chunk of time, like part of what we're hoping is infused into like the center of how our community is as a church is the rule of life. So, um, you know, before we go on farther, um, what, what are we talking about when we're talking about rule of life? Either of you, you know, what, what's, what's, um, what have we said about it? What are the practices that we're inviting people into? Um, Jessica, how about you? Yeah. I mean, off the bat, the first thing I would say is mostly a framework of how we would, um, not administer, but just kind of live our daily life of like as being attuned to God. And mm-hmm. so that involves for our church a lot of different things. So yeah. one of them is the practice of fasting mm-hmm. and the practice of Sabbathing. But as well as something we're doing is our bread, which is our daily readings mm-hmm. that we are inviting our church to participate in in all different ways. Yes. And so we are talking about, um, yeah, especially what has our community experienced or notice in their relationship with God? What's God teaching them mm-hmm. through participating in this rule of life? And we're actually going to be playing some like voice memos, you know, people sent to us. Uh, We put a call out to friends and participants in the church and over social media and just invited people to say, hey, you know, what has God taught you in this season by participating in the rule of life? And we're going to get to hear from them. Uh, But before we jump onto that, Toby, you know, for you, like, what are you finding uh, with the rule of life? How is it affecting you or what do you see in it? Yeah, first, I think what... um what I wanted to emphasize is that since we don't have a communal experience as a church, I think the hope was for this to be an invitation into a communal experience as a church. So, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, like there's other people that go to my same church that I don't see anymore, that they're partaking in the same um, rule of life than I am doing. And so it almost feels like every time I contact somebody from the church, I'm like, well, how's this go? How's it going for you? Like, how mm-hmm. are you doing? And yeah. so it's like, mm-hmm. it is really this communal experience where before that you saw people partaking in, a worship experience together, prayer experience together, right. um, you know, hearing the word together. Now it's like we're doing this rule of life together where it's almost like self-managed, but it's a communal experience. And absolutely. Um, yeah, I think for me, it's so funny coming from Germany where uh, everything is so structured and so much like I feel like mm-hmm. there is so many rules of life already <laughs> yeah. coming out here and hearing about like there's a rule of life for spirituality. It's like, wait, what? Um, yeah. It was um, it was really revealing and helpful, especially the way uh, Dave put it a couple of Sundays ago in the sermon mm-hmm. of just like this is a way for the the uh, vine to really grow. It's like a structure, help mm-hmm. a growth structure into there, and that's what it really felt like for me. Yes. That's what I'm really feeling like it's like uh, I think what I was reflecting on this morning as I was driving over um, to our staff meeting too is like um, there's so much grace involved in that too of yes. like where God just waits for you to partake in that. Um, and so if you miss something, it's not like, oh, you've, you've fallen off the deep end, you're gone. It's like you're kind of just missing out a step that, that was there for you, that, but there's going to be there for you that evening that's going to be, be there for you the next morning and an invitation mm-hmm. to consistently 
it's almost like partake in your own growth plan mm -hmm. kind of thing. Exactly. That God is always graciously ever extending towards you of like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm still here. I'm still here. Ex know? Exactly. And yeah, one of the ways that Dave talked about it is the rule of life is kind of like a trellis for us mm -hmm. to grow on. Like how you're saying, it's a structure for us to grow on. And as we all know, like the trellis, the trellis doesn't exist, you know, to be served by the plant. You know, the, the trellis exists to serve the organic growth that would happen, right? So um, in the same way, like this rule of life, it's not like some sort of legalistic thing that we expect everybody to do, you know, crack the whip, right? Um, <laughs> but instead, it's, uh, this is a thing that we get to participate in that can help uh, direct us to God, um, you know, our source of light in the world. So we're going to hear from a few people in this, uh, in this uh, you know, episode of the podcast. And let's go ahead and hear from our, our first person. I think for me, the thing I've appreciated most about doing the rule of life is feeling like we're doing this together. You know, it's one thing to read the Bible on your own or to fast by yourself, but to feel like you're joining in with a community and able to talk to other people about the passage you read or um, meet with someone to pray during the time you're fasting, that building of community is real and is, is really good. That's cool. Uh, that's uh, my dear friend, Elizabeth, who's uh, like family for me and my mm -hmm. wife, Lindsay. And so I was grateful that she responded to this. Um, yeah. So there's like real community that is still happening despite us being kind of scattered. And, you know, some of our churches living in different cities around the country or world right now. And, you know, and yet by participating in this common unifying thing, we're actually finding communal connection. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Have you, have you noticed that Jess? Yeah. I mean, I would say Elizabeth just queued that up so perfectly of like our focus and kind of intention of the rule of life was to provide unity and community. So the fact that she stated that we're like, yes, it's on the right track. Uh, yeah, <laughs> totally. That still happens. And I think it's really amazing that, gosh, the power of God and what he can do in individuals' lives can still also permeate to do something as a whole. So mm. that provides extreme unity and extreme comfort and encouragement to one another that we're talking about the same passage, like Toby was saying, the same readings. We're reading the same thing that we actually have common ground. And in that, it's still building the sense of community. That's so true. So. And I mean, like, it's kind of a funny thing, you know, we talk about the phrase like being on the same page, yes. but like literally in our daily readings, yeah. we yeah. are like getting on the same page every day. And, and it's just like, oh yeah, we're all, you know, today's reading was, uh, first Thessalonians, uh, in, uh, two and, yeah. uh, and it's like, yeah, that's the chapter that I read along with the rest of our church. And, you know, we're actually partnering with other churches on that, that yes. uh, reading plan and the Bible project on that yeah. right now. And, uh, and so I, I find it really beautiful to think this is, if, if there's like a, a spiritual network that yeah. is happening right now, we get to participate in it by going to the same source for reading, being inspired by the same text. And, um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm just curious for, for either of you, have there been any instances where you're like, oh, wow, it's kind of cool that we were like reading the same thing right then and you're able to connect with people about it uh, i'm curious if you either of you have had any of those experiences i think for me it's yeah. even though it's not i might go off board and we can we can see it's going good, good. Yeah. but it, the the communion experience i think mm. the pop-up communion experience right is is not mm. necessarily a written rule of life 
but it's mm-hmm. such a communal experience that we have now where, yeah. where we, and it ultimately fosters, I think some of those things where you mm-hmm. have, um, people getting together and then, um, they t- sign up for the same, t- uh, the same time slot, mm-hmm. but they don't know each other. Yeah. And so like, it's automatically, if you, if you, if you take communion with somebody, it's a, it's a very intimate experience yeah. in, a, in a way, even though it's very public, it's right. a public intimate experience. Yeah. But when you're done with, with that, you can really go up to somebody's like, you don't have to be like, do the small talks like, Hey, how's it going? Nice weather today. It's like, you can literally, it's like, did you read the text today? Yeah. Okay. Look, do you yeah. want to talk about it? You right. know, like you, it actually mm-hmm. gives you something to, to bond over mm-hmm. that's supernatural that can go super deep really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true to be, uh, yeah, kind of, uh, on the same page again, you know, prompted by the same, you know, sacred word of God, right. Mm-hmm. Or reading alongside one another. And yeah, I, I mean, you know, like you, I'm not necessarily like, this isn't my every conversation with people, you know, people are going through stuff and I'm mm-hmm. going through stuff and we just chat about our lives, but occasionally it's just good to know like, oh yeah, this encouragement. So even in today's reading i think it was about importance of uh encouraging and urging people mm. to live a life mm. according to the kingdom mm-hmm. you know and uh and i was just like man i needed to hear that mm. and mm-hmm. i find a lot of solidarity in knowing that people in our church are getting a similar instruction mm-hmm. right now uh like oh yeah let's encourage one another and urge one another mm-hmm. to live according to the kingdom yeah. and uh and so we're all getting kind of like that little blip on our radar. It's just like, Hey, yeah. So yeah, let's do it together. Right. Like that is what we're yeah. about together. So I can find that really valuable. Matt, I, I remember you were sharing about a, a random group of people that you're getting together on Wednesdays over the fasting part. Yeah. What is that? Do you mind sharing about that a little bit? Oh, I'd love to tell you a bit about it. So, um, I, uh, you know, I, I just like, have, have friends in the church who have connected with and whatever, um, largely because m- my wife, Lindsay is the most friendly person on the planet. And, uh, <laughs> and so she's, uh, she collects people for us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, you know, we adopt them as family and they adopt us as family and we're super grateful for that. So uh, a little crew of us, we get together, um, just 1230 to one over a zoom call. And we, uh, we just make it a point to pray together, uh, on Wednesdays because it's like our fasting day, right? And when we would have been eating lunch, we will just connect. And uh, the the way that we've been running it is uh, kind of hitting two notes with it when we connect. And one is uh, a contending intercession. Uh, like when Jesus talks about fasting, he says, uh, like, fast and pray in order to, like, cast out demons and, like, these kinds of things. So it's like there's a supernatural power that comes along with faithful fasting, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when it's like done prayerfully, right? Mm-hmm. So we're just taking cues from that. And like, hey, yeah, let's contend in the spiritual realm for for God's spirit to, to win the day, you know? Um, second layer to it is in the history of the church, uh, Lent as a church season uh, uh, is a time of repentance, confession and mm-hmm. repentance, right? So the second note we always hit on these prayer calls is what, if anything, might God be prompting you to repent mm-hmm. of? Um, through this fasting practice. This fasting is a, a practice of self-denial, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, I'm going to not let my appetites drive me right now and instead set myself aside for the Lord. So we've been doing this prayer call just week by week and it, it's super simple and I'd encourage anybody who you know, has a little circle of friends or whatever in our church or you know with your families or whatever, just 
just circle people up and say, hey, you just want to get on a prayer call for half an hour on Wednesdays uh, during our lunch hour, right? <laughs> and uh, and so I've I've been finding it's very encouraging to like pause in the middle of the day and do that. Yeah, I also just want to shout out that actually, Toby, you wrote an actual fasting guide that we're actually provided for today when we should, it's Wednesday, we're fasting. Um, And you laid out beautifully every week, you're going to lay out a focus of what we're going to be focusing on as well for more unity and more community. And actually today is on repentance. So Mm -hmm. it was like beautiful tie in there. (laughs) Yeah. Same wavelength, my friend. I took the cue from you. (laughs) Oh, good. I was actually already thinking through it. And then you said it last week at staff meeting, because at staff meeting, we actually share every, every Tuesday, we share uh, kind of our experience. Yeah. What are we learning? Reading. Yeah. Which is so beautiful to just hear other people's. Like you read the same text and you have 20 different angles mm-hmm. on the same text. It's like, well, I didn't read that in there. Yeah. But then they're like, I didn't read this part in there either. You know, the cool. word of God is so just cool. full. Yeah, it is full. It's overflowing with uh, like insight and, you know, care for ourselves. So, yeah. uh, you know, thinking about how people are sharing, uh, we got to share. Let's let's hear from somebody else now. And uh, then we'll go from there. I think God's been teaching me both like, yeah, the need for kind of communal, kind of communal encouragement and, um, as well as just to like give myself, uh, grace and space to not necessarily be super on top of it all the time and to let go of perfectionism in some ways. Um, I was trying to do, I think too much at the beginning. I was trying to also do this other devotional I really wanted to do. Um, and then kind of, I was, I was planning to play some catch up, but then realized, you know what, once I get the journals in the mail, I'll, you know, I'll continue doing what I'm doing. And then I'll just start where, wherever I, I am in that day um, when I get those. And then the the fast for me is I only did it uh, once so far. So I don't have that much of uh, that many data points to draw from. But I, I think that I'm, like that day that I did it, like I felt actually more at peace than I normally do. So I would like to, to attribute it to the fast. Um, and so that makes me want to, that makes me motivated to do it more. Um, I don't know if I'll necessarily do it every week, but definitely to, to, to try to do that. Um, and so this also brought, brought up some good conversations with friends, um, in my community group, um, who also want to try the fast or who want to, um, maybe like, yeah, talk more intentionally about what Sabbath could look like and, um, yeah, because I've been really wanting to not just do Sabbath myself, but actually have it be where it's planned with other people, where we're um, kind of as John Mark Homer describes it, where we're pleasure stacking and we're trying to do our favorite things with our favorite people and eat all our favorite foods. So um, looking forward to being um, stretched more through this kind of common rule that we're doing as a church. Um and I think it'll be really good for us being more communally connected with each other. So great. That was our friend Jonathan um, who shared about his experience from the rule of life. And I think one of the things I love hearing about that is that it's um, he he's letting himself have a lot of grace because it doesn't have to be perfect every day of every week mm-hmm. and every day of the week, yeah. right? There is some flexibility in there. And the point is for is not to make sure you're doing and checking all the boxes. It's actually like making time for God. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, I, it, 
because like I was saying, like the rule exists for life. Life mm-hmm. doesn't exist for the rule, yeah. right? Like it's yeah. the same thing. Like if if the rule of life will help help us grow and expand, and um, then that's good, you know, and take us to God. And and there's sometimes where you know I, I think I just want to bless our church to really engage and be compelled into engaging. And also, you're off the hook for doing it perfectly, right? You know, I think I need to hear that myself. So. Um, so it's not about checking boxes and making sure that we hit it perfectly every single time, but instead it's a, it's about, uh, participating in something because that's where, and I love what, what Jonathan said, uh, in fasting, that's where peace is, right? Like as we participate yeah. in these kinds yeah. of things, that's where we're going to find peace and joy and connection and love. And, uh, that's what I think makes participating in a, a common rule as a church, worthwhile is like oh that's where the god love (laughs) staff is you know yeah Yeah. what are your thoughts toby yeah no i was just gonna um kind of chime in there too because it often feels like i I heard him use the word like entry level and try and trying things out and i think Mm -hmm. that's so important and good too is to see what and how does this play out in my own life um and that there is freedom to try things out and try things in different ways than we might than we might tell like how we might explain the rule of life to the church might be received differently because, you know, you, we're all at different walks of life. We all have different experiences. Yeah. Um, I think think the great focus to keep in there, though, is um, uh, Jonathan used the word stretch in there, too. I think yeah. that's, that's kind of the hard, the, the, the hard part, not the hard, but the hard part yeah. behind it. It's like, I think this is really an invitation to, to stretch ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And whatever way you feel stretched, I think a lot of times when we feel stretched, we, we opt out. But it, maybe the being stretched is actually something good because, you know, if I look at, at the plant that's trying to, that we have that, yeah. that system set up for, <laughs> right, it's stretching itself, itself towards the light, right? Yes. It's mm-hmm. like always trying to grow upwards towards the light. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just a mechanism that helps the plant to grow towards what it's life-giving, most life-giving. Yes. And sometimes you need readjustments because, you know, there's might, might be other plants that come in the way or something, sure. you know, replanting mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. happens. So you need to readjust to that. But you don't give up. You just you just you just adjust, and yeah. so there's freedom and there's absolutely freedom in failing and picking mm-hmm. it back up and doing something else. And there's there's freedom in adjusting it. To what is the most life giving thing to you? you know? Oh man, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I, I think I want to jump on that idea of like if we fail or something like uh, at like doing it perfectly, yeah. or we have our own mental judgments of yeah. how I should be doing this or participating in a rule and I'm not doing it well enough and so on and so forth and I'm failing at it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, a big word of grace to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And part of what shows up when we put ourselves into these sort of situations is we're going to run into our internal monologue <laughs> about how we're supposed to be. And, yeah. uh, and what I encourage people to stretch into alongside that is, um, you just keep growing toward the light and, it's not about you failing or succeeding. It's not about you nailing it or failing it. You know, it's like, it, it's about a, a relational connection with God and unity with his people. Like yeah. that's what we're participating in yeah. right now. And it's uh, and that's like a blessed, beautiful, free thing that's uh, marked by love and kindness and all that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and as much as we're going to run into our, you know, I've got to ace it. I've got to do it perfectly. Uh, I'm going to fail at it. I'm going, I'm like the worst. I'm not disciplined enough. You know, like 
we're going to run into every uh, internal conversation we might have about this, uh, internal self-judgment and judgment of others, right? And we just get to keep being like, oh, that's an interesting thing for me to bring to prayer right now. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's what's coming up for me. God, what do you want to say about that, mm -hmm. right? Is that where we create the space for fasting so you can actually pray about the things that you feel like you're feeling <laughs> about? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Hey, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's so true, though, because um, just personal experience, too, um, when we, um, I think it was last year when we asked um, our church to fast, mm -hmm. I, just had a, I, I just had a very bad um, physical reaction towards fasting. Mm. Uh, Jessica last because she was she was part of that. But um, I um, I never fasted before, and I just I I just threw myself in a twenty four hour fast, and my body was just like, "What are you doing to yourself? <laughs> this is what are you this, doing to what me? Are you doing? And yeah. so there's like an aspect of just like, um, yeah, I need to go into prayer, but there's also an aspect of realizing this is not healthy for my body at this mm -hmm. point. Uh, but that doesn't mean I want to give it up. That just means that I need to probably stretch myself into mm -hmm. that practice too, right? Yeah. So what do you do in order to just to get there, right? You like, like for me, I've just started slower with just fasting lunch and then like afternoon yeah. coffee into dinners to just to just giving my my body the feeling of like, well, you need you need to the feeling of sorry because it's a prompt towards prayer, right? Yeah, I read that somewhere that was so insightful for me. It's like mm -hmm. whenever you feel this craving for food, it's like that's that's your inner inner prayer like, bells are prayer in bells yeah. Yeah. exactly yeah. of just like hey it's time to pray it's yes. time to yeah. pray for something that's coming up there, mm -hmm. you know uh, and it's still a time of fasting it's still a time of prayer you know and yes. just, you slowly stretch yourself i feel like into, mm -hmm. into what maybe yeah what god wants you to to do during that time oh so good <laughs> so good awesome well um yeah so so thanks jonathan for those insights and now we're gonna just keep another person from our church, who uh, is also going to tell us a little bit about their experience with the rule of life. Hello, church fam. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I just wanted to check in and let you know how this uh, church rule of life is going for me. And if I'm honest, I haven't begun. Um, I have not created this space um, to really quiet um, my mind and my day um, to check in and connect with the Holy Spirit. Um, I found it really difficult um, as I'm insanely busy with two jobs working as a nurse in the middle of a pandemic, but um, my heart truly desires for this rule of life and um, I know that it, it requires time and, and work. And so when I was approached by Jess to record, um, how it's been going for me. Um, not well, <laughs> but, um, before I did this recording, I did, um, notice that there was an option for listening, uh, via Spotify and that would fit in perfectly for me and my drives to work, um, and, um, to create that space, um, via audio. And so, Hashtag confessions. I just did my first church rule of life um, and did today's. And so um, one thing that um, stuck, up, stuck out to me was um, a couple things. The word hardships. Um, I think we're all going through um, some form of hardship right now. And when Matt was reading 1 Thessalonians 2, what stuck out to me and a great reminder was that like, these aren't just words by, um, 
by prophets. It's God's word and it's God speaking to us. And I kind of that shed a new light um, for this vision and what this, um, the whole meaning of this is. And so um, it kind of, I don't know, it made me feel more connected to just quiet my mind. And I put my hands out to receive and to um, know that it was God's word. And so um, I look forward to continuing to grow through this time. And now that I've started, it's not as bad. And tomorrow I will be partaking in my first uh, full day fast with the church. So um, I hope that uh, you guys are doing well. And um, if you also haven't started and made time for it, you are not alone. <laughs> and um, I wish you guys a wonderful rest of the week. Grace and peace to you. Um, that's from our friend Christine, and gosh, I love the honesty of she's picking up where she can, and she's getting creative of like, I haven't started, but also I'm going to start today, and I think it just showed how God met her in those moments that she was open to participating, and look, she's excited to keep participating too, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I... Uh so much respect for, I love, she was just like, hashtag confession. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I love it. Um, yeah. And look, uh, I know this is like a, a theme that's emerging in this episode, which is, uh, yeah, it's not about doing this thing perfectly or making sure that we're nailing it or anything like that. Like it's, it's literally like the biggest, it's like you're invited to the party basically. And that's what's happening, uh, with this rule of life at, at our church. And it's a weird thing for the party to be called rule of life, yeah. but, um, <laughs> trust me, it's a good party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, um, you, you know, one of the things that she said that I'll just highlight briefly is, um, when, when you're trying to figure out how this works into your life, like we've been pretty intentional about trying to make it really accessible. So, um, one thing she brought up is, uh, the audio recordings that you can just access on Spotify of us going through the daily readings, uh, from scripture, walking you through that. That those bread prompts to be still, read, engage, not engage, encounter. Uh, yeah, um, apply and devote yourself to God. Um, that's the acronym bread, by the way. And uh, and we we as a ministry staff, um, like all the ministers on staff, we take turns reading through the the reading for scripture for the day. And you can pop that in your in your car on your commute. Or um, we especially thought about like uh, parents with small kids, especially right mm-hmm. now, like while you're doing laundry and just, just listen real quick, but that's super available and easy to do. And you get to hear Toby Grunick read to you with his <laughs> beautiful German accent and, uh, it's good times. Um, so at any rate, like that's, uh, those sort of, uh, I love putting you, you on the deserve, spot, man. You deserve a cookie. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll take the cookie. Okay, um, but, uh, it's, this is like what, um, what we're aiming for, like lowest barrier of entry possible. Like come one, come all, come enjoy this rule of life with us come connect through this rule of life with us mm-hmm. and, uh, like get that ministry that only relationship and connection with God and your soul can, can give, give you like, uh, the peace that comes from that and all of that. So, um, yeah, there's some thoughts and I really appreciate Christine being open with us about that. Yeah. Toby, what are you thinking? I still have you laughing because I called out your your beautiful German voice yeah. and uh, yeah. German accent, huh? Yeah. No, I think, um, and I would love to hear Jess's thoughts on that too. But it, it's 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 funny when you record reading the Bible, but you like have no idea who is actually going to listen to that. Yeah. 
And then mm-hmm. you hear of some people um, who listen to it in what circumstance you're like, oh, wow, this, this, there's a meaning in this. This is not just me standing, literally <laughs> I'm standing sure. in, my, in my son's walk-in closet surrounded <laughs> by clothes. <laughs> And rec- just recording it's reading an scripture. excellent recording it's, studio. It, it Home recording be- studio. Very, very, it's very perfect. <laughs> but you just stand there and you just read scripture. You try to, you know, I remember Matt, you're setting out the directions for it. I've just been like, just have a smile on your face because you're just, you're, you're reading this to your church, you know? Yes. You, so you stand there in your little prayer closet, <laughs> reading out scripture. And then people are blessed by that. Mm-hmm. Like people are blessed by you um, not perfectly pronouncing uh, <laughs> Greek names. Some of those names English. are hard, bro. <laughs> that, yeah. That, you know? Um, but then also people, I know people just don't care. They're just grateful. People are just grateful to hear the word of God. I think mm-hmm. sometimes we, we forget that too, mm-hmm. right? The, the com- it, there is there's something to the public reading of scripture. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like a huge part of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And now we don't have that really anymore. Mm. You you have that in your in your living room from a screen. Yeah. But you don't have that communal experience anymore. Mm. Right? So now you have somebody else just reading purely scripture to you too. I think yeah. it sounds like that's a blessing. It's mm-hmm. the evolution of it for today, mm-hmm. you know. And we get this is one thing we're always talking about is finding the creative expression, the creative possibility that exists for us as a church right now. That's different from what it was before, and um, and part of that is even like that way of thinking is where this rule of life came out of. I'm pretty sure like uh, Dave Lomas, you know, kind of pitched it to our staff, our lead pastor, just like, Hey, here's what I think we could do. What if we do this and this and that? And it's because he's like in this mode of, I'm going to stop thinking about what we can't do right now as Mm -hmm. a church. And I'm going to start trying to think about what's possible. What's the creative potential that's here. And, uh, and so the next thing we know, we're doing communion pop-ups and we're doing, uh, uh, like these, these audio versions of daily readings, uh, and meditations for people to walk mm-hmm. through and mm-hmm. all of that. But, um, enough about that. Uh, <laughs> Jess, what, you know, yeah. what are your thoughts? What are your responses? <laughs> you know, I was going to say, I love the, um, auditory way of listening. I think mm-hmm. when I read it, I actually get really distracted by the verse numbers. So when I actually had to read it, it's actually like someone is reading me a letter. That's to me. That's cool. And I also love that Christine had pointed out, like when she listened to, when she listened to your reading that like the thing that stood out to her was something I wasn't actually even thinking of in first Thessalonians, Mm -hmm. which was hardships. And I think that's what Toby, you touched on this too, is like the power of people's interpretation or what God is saying to them in their lives is, is very attuned to them. And it's not going to be the same for everybody. And I think that's why God is just so amazing and creative in the way that he connects with us is that no matter how we are, if we're reading it or if it's through the journal or if it's just listening on a way to work, like he mm-hmm. can still meet us with something that's really powerful. So That is so true. And it's actually the cool thing too is um, I think you forwarded me an email and I've heard it from another group before. Is like there's, there's people in our church that might have not met us, but they listened to our, sorry, I'm just realizing I'm like way back. Way okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, there's people in our church who listen to the recording mm-hmm. in community group and then discuss it. So they like hear yeah. staff members voices, mm-hmm. um, reading to them scripture, which is like their ministers, right? We're like their pastors with their ministers. Yeah. They know, they yeah. know us. So they've seen us, they're kind of with us, mm-hmm. but now we're like in their living room with them, <laughs> yeah. reading yeah. to them scripture and then they discuss it, you know? And yeah. so, just hearing like people saying like, oh man, it's good. Like, I think that email said like, it, it's so good to get to know you th- by hearing your voice. I'm like, hmm. I, I didn't even know that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. You yeah. know? Like, we're, like yeah. I know Jess, you read on Wednesdays, right? Yeah. And it's like a lot of our groups meet on Wednesdays. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. sure 
your voice is You're being welcome. heard in a lot of yeah. living rooms. You know, yeah. you do have probably the most calming, um, inspiring voice. Thank you. Um, out of everybody, no voice prompts joy in my life like Jess G's. A hundred percent. Thank you. Yeah, um, that is so good. And I mean, I love hearing the way people are being creative around that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, this is just the blanket permission granted to our church of like, be creative with how you're engaging this rule of life and what it can look like and how you, you know, you call up people to start a little fasting club, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> and you, uh, you discuss this in your, in your groups and you, uh, you know, talk to people at communion pop up about it or whatever. But the goal is for this to be able to be a place where your life with God can take shape on it mm-hmm. and it can just expand and like stretch into the light that much more. Um, you know, we're approaching time, but you know, any final thoughts or encouragements for people who are listening to this right now, if you were to just be like, you know, what I really want you to know about rule of life in our church is, you know, what would you, what would either of you say? Two things come to mind for me. Um, one is, uh, habit creating. Mm -hmm. So like, this is really helping you to create habits, which is so important. And I, I'm noticed a lot for myself. I really have to push myself in order to create these habits they don't come automatically it's not automatic yeah. that i get up and read, read the bible sometimes i have to just really push myself towards doing that and then second of all um as a parent too i just wanted to talk to that too sometimes it's just difficult it's difficult to follow with yeah. a, a sabbath for, with the whole family because kids don't know how to sabbath you know? <laughs> right. they don't really understand that word that, that uh-huh. concept yet yeah. but yeah. um i would just say um keep getting at it just try mm-hmm. it out uh, invite your kids in in ways of just like hey we're just going to try to have fun or mm-hmm. we're going to do what's life-giving um mm-hmm. and and that just sometimes you need to figure out what that is you know yeah that's uh, great yeah i just want to encourage the families out there for sure mm, thanks and, and toby that's great how about you jessica I think one of the things that I would love to encourage people about, and we didn't really touch on a whole lot here, was the Sabbath, practicing delight. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things I've been learning is just because we're stuck somewhere to shelter in place doesn't actually mean we're actually at rest. And so mm. having to practice that has been a huge challenge for me. And mm. I think um, I've actually had a lot of fun just getting creative in the ways that I can delight and rest, even if I'm stuck indoors or can go for a walk or I think the way that I Sabbath now is actually a lot deeper but very very different than I thought it would ever be and Mm. so um but I would just encourage more creativity or time to just keep experimenting and trying things out and um you know part of it is like getting creative like part of my Sabbath was meeting up with a friend for a walk and I was like oh I never thought that that would be a thing and so it's very simple joys of life and so um, but I would just encourage people to keep trying things out. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's so good. And I'll just throw in my final two cents here too. But, uh, you, you talking about Joyce on the Sabbath, it's become a tradition for me and Lindsay, <laughs> my wife, we, uh, we, uh, make these, I call them like our triple almond pancakes. <laughs> uh, so it's like. Uh, triple like, almond? Yeah, triple almond. Triple almond. Yeah. Is it you just have three almonds three in almonds there? Three almonds in there? <laughs> Only three. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's, uh, it's like almond flour, almond extract, almond butter. Oh, oh damn. got it. Yeah, they're okay. so delicious. They're kind of a gut bomb too. But <laughs> um, but what they, they're almost like, a, you know, kind of like the prayer bells <laughs> for yeah. this stomach. It's like the, yeah. it, instead of the hunger, <laughs> the hunger prayer bell <laughs> fasting, Sabbath is about like, just this feast of like delight with God. Yeah. And I, you know, everything is complete 
on the Sabbath. He, he finished it. He finished his work and God said, it's all done. It is finished, you know, and I'm going to rest and we get to rest in the completed work of our Lord Jesus on that day. So, um, that's my encouragement for everybody. Um, if, if you've been participating in the rule of life, just encourage you to keep, keep at it, keep noticing what's coming up for you, whether it's kind of these internal conversations that might show up about not doing it well enough or I'm the king of this or whatever, and just keep bringing that to the Lord. Uh, if you haven't been participating in it with our church yet, we just invite you to come join the party. Um, there's lots of, lots of peace and feasting and joy and delight in it. And, uh, and then start sharing about it in our community. So we highly encourage you to participate in it. Um, not just because we want you to do this thing that we're telling you, but because we think it is the way to really good life with Jesus. And we want that for you. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, lots of love, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.